Untitled Beatles podcast. Keep rolling, 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 rolling. What? <laughs> That's my Beatles. <laughs> my Beatles on Spotify presents songs you wish the Beatles had written, featuring the guy who sang Mambo Number no. Five talking about <laughs> Lovely Rita. I always love when they trot out like tonight on ABC. Sarah McLaughlin talks about the one Beatles song she heard. Next on one, the, you remember like, when they did all that stuff? Like when Mom was released, like random. Nell Carter talks about Beatles for sale. Like why? Fine, I like her. You know, she used to put cocaine in her. Hoo-ha was the rumor. What are you talking about? <laughs> what, so she could hit like the, the high C or something? <laughs> in order to really drink high C and appreciate it. One, two, one, two, three. I can hear it feeling when the clock strikes three. I can touch it, taste it, I'm finally free. Cause it's my time, my time, it's up to me. High C, high C when it's up to me. No, the rumor about Nell Carter was she used to put cocaine in her hoo-hoo. Uh, in her yoo-hoo. Yoo-hoo, 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 chocolate action drink. And uh, that was a way to kind of get high without hurting, because she was a great singer. She did a bunch of Broadway. Right. She sang her own theme song. She did, which is all Give her and Linda Lavin. You know when you sing right. your own theme song, you're doing okay. <laughs> um, the theme to Alice has two distinctly different versions. There's the original, the first one Linda Lavin sings in season one. We're off to a terrible start. The first version, Linda Lavin's like, early to rise, early to bed. And, and, the, and the second wow, one is, gee. I used to be sad. I used to be shy. Someone was like, hey, you know, cocaine's in. Nell Carter's putting it in her hoo-ha. Can you take some and do an upbeat version of the Alice theme? <laughs> so I don't. I, I, I did not know that. I didn't. Yeah. That's well. So there you go, kids. You can, uh, if, you're if you're starting out in the biz, take a tip from <laughs> Nell Carter. Hit those high notes and have a good time. Give me some coke right in my hoo-ha. Oh, hoo-ha. I love that I'm saying uh, that word like a dad, which I guess I am. Yeah, you are. Congratulations. So, you made it. I, Buddy, I know I've made it. Now, I know we're almost out of time. This is the Untitled Beatles podcast. I'm going to split. Tony, take it. Untitled Beatles podcast. Like and subscribe. Wait, hold on. I'm Tony Mendoza, you know, the other guy. And we actually have to start the show before we end it, TJ. That's that's how podcasts work. Oh, is it? I, I failed podcast 101. I took it in 95, and everyone was like, what's wrong with you? I'm like, one day there'll be a pandemic. You're not going to see anybody for years. Um, no, yeah, so we are, this is our first new episode in quite some time. Yeah. And we're extra giddy. I'm extra giddy because I'm really happy to see you. I am happy to see you too, TJ, but unfortunately I ate some prop sardines for breakfast this morning and I feel a little <laughs> slimy. What for our loyal listeners, what does that mean? What's a prop sardine? Is it not a real sardine? Okay, no. So real sardines, but I bought them to use as a prop in a comedy bit I shot over the weekend. So uh I had them for breakfast and yeah, anyway, yeah. I'll, I'll you know what? I'm going to power through this. I'm going to, you know, like when John accidentally did acid and George Martin took him to the top of the roof of Abbey Road to like look at the sun, the moon. That's me right now, except I'm not on acid. I'm on sardines. <laughs> well, you know, it's, you can smoke anything if you want to. <laughs> <laughs> Although you don't really smoke acid unless you're not sure how to. I took drugs 101 in college as well. But it's true. That's a that's a Beatles thing, right? The Beatles and Hamburg used to wake up and eat kippers. 
Yeah, and horse. And horse. <laughs> Kippers, Kippers and horse. Kippers and horse. Now, let's go. <laughs> so we decided we're going to do a couple things today. Uh, we're going to talk about the new ultimate mix of the song Mother that was just released not too long ago. Love Pink Floyd. I can't wait. <laughs> I love Danzig, so, I mean, this is going to be great. <laughs> I love Tony Danzig. <laughs> What was it? Hold me closer, to Tiny Danzig. What song is that, Phoebs? Um, hold me close, young Tony Danzig. <laughs> so we'll talk about that, and then we're also going to talk about these uh, streaming albums that suddenly are appearing. There's like new Beatles albums all the time now on things like Spotify and Apple Music and YouTube and something called Deezer. <laughs> I, I keep who's are nuts deezer's nuts is the only thing i keep thinking about I mean, is deezer the thing that neil young has that nobody else uses no that's like quintron or something right i don't know <laughs> that, that neil young's thing's called quid pro quo <laughs> so yeah so we'll talk about that stuff yeah yeah we we've both been busy in our lives and um we've got a minute and this is what's going on in a Beatles minute. Ooh. <laughs> that's all I know. I'm not an Eagles fan. Yeah, who did that song? All I know is that's a shitty song. Who I, did that? I think it's like late period Eagles, back when the Eagles were just... It's tricky because have we talked about this? I can't... We need to keep track of all the dumb pop culture stuff we talk about because there's solo Don Henley I really love. Like, Dirty Laundry is a great tune. I like, I like what that's about, one of the hits of 82. I love The End of the Innocence, which he wrote with Bruce Hornsby. Oh. So there's, these are songs you do not like. <laughs> Turns out. So, yeah, well, a couple weeks ago at this recording, uh, we're in mid-March right now, the Ides of March. Is that what you're waiting Thank for? You. Was that your vehicle for that riff? <laughs> Thank you. It's a great song. <laughs> they uh, they released uh, an ultimate mix of Mother, and uh, this is an anticipation of yeah, a big six disc uh, Plastic Ono Band fifty first anniversary coming out in a month. I think it's coming out on April sixteenth or so, something like that. It comes out four days before my birthday, and I have splurge. I've reserved the box set, and I haven't bought the vinyl yet. Uh, buying them both at some point I will buying them both together makes me feel bad about myself at this point even though I'm a collector as I mentioned on the show sometimes you got to buy groceries for your wife and you know pants for your son and boot pants <laughs> on the ground looking like a fool <laughs> with your pants on the ground yes great viral bits from 2011 pants on the ground pants on the ground looking like a fool with your pants on the ground three massive 50th anniversary projects three of the most important albums in Beatle history let it be plus the ensuing Let It Be film uh, remade by Peter Jackson called Get Back. All Things Must Pass by George Harrison, his masterpiece, and Plastic Ono Band were all slated for 50th anniversary releases last year because of the pandemic. They all got pushed to this year. So it's a lot of like, much like the 2020 Olympics will be held in 2021 in Tokyo, the 50th anniversary of Let It Be, All Things Must Pass, and Plastic Ono Band are all going to be in 2021. Yep. Yeah. And I, I can't wait. I can't wait. I am visually excited <laughs> to see uh, specifically the uh, the get back, the let it be, whatever they're going to call the movie that's coming out. I can't wait. I want to see that in the theater. You know what I mean? Yeah. Without a mask on, because I'm I ain't going to let some lib 
sound like <laughs> Van Morrison and uh, Clapton. Fucking idiots. Well, we're we're slave because we got to wear a mask. Fuck you guys. And I love both of them. I mean, I, I love Clapton and Van Morrison, but and you, I know you're a huge '80s Clapton fan because of your proclivity to Phil Collins. But the forthcoming Plastic Ono Band uh, reissue comes out the 16th of April. It's got like six discs. Um, if it's going to be like the Imagine set, there's the Elements mix where they kind of strip everything bare. There's the alternate takes that kind of follows the same running order, but with different takes. Yeah. Is Yoko's set included in this? I don't know if they're throwing in, like, much like when they did Ram, they put Thrillington in as a bonus. I don't know if Yoko's Plastic Ono Band is going to be included in the set. That might not be owned by EMI anymore, actually. Yeah, I want to say... Um... Secretly Canadian is the label that put it out most recently, and they're like an indie label based in Indiana. Good label, great literal label. indie label. Yes, <laughs> based in Indiana. They're they're that's where right. you go to be an indie label. <laughs> but I thought for some reason that the Yoko sessions were going to be included on there as well. But uh, let me, I'm on stupid Amazon right now trying to get deets. I love Amazon because it's going to close all the local stores down. <laughs> I do too. I love when stores close. It's great. It's cr- and I love to rail about it and say, why don't more people shop there? And then I spend $500 on Amazon. Hey, I found it. Hold on. So, yes, the Yoko Ono Plastic Ono live sessions will be included in the six CD set. Mother, so uh... you had me, but I never had you. It's Plastic Ono Band the Musical. <laughs> God is a concept. <laughs> well, that's a great segue into the song Mother. So did you get a chance to listen? They just put out this ultimate mix. What'd you think? I did. I actually listened. Uh, you know, it's tricky because I listened on YouTube while watching the video and I don't the fidelity is not quite the same as it will be when you get the, you know, from a CD or even a better quality streaming site. But yeah, it, it, it was really gripping. I mean, for a minute, I was like, oh, fuck, have I heard this before? Was this part of the Give Me Some Truth reissue? They use love as the uh, love, mm-hmm. and I think God and maybe Working Class Hero were the entries. Yeah. Um, yes. So, I, I mean, it wasn't as jarring as hearing that for the first time when that came out in the fall. It's certainly much clearer, but I, I don't mean I don't mean to negate my excitement for it. I'm super excited for the Plastic Ono Band record. But it was all so simple and sparse to begin with. Even though I've always looked at it, and I love that record. Uh, I've always looked at it a bit like a mono recording, even though it's not a mono, because it's really just uh, guitar, bass, drums, and occasionally piano, occasionally a little organ. I'll put it this way. For what I heard of All Things Must Pass when the Harrison Estate reissued that kind of teaser, the kind of despectorized remixed version has me so excited because, as we've talked about, I've longed to hear All Things Must Pass with greater fidelity. As much as I love Plastic Ono Band, I'm not certain that the remix will be revelatory. So my quick top line is the video made me cry. All the signs at the end of people at the rally in Central Park right after John was killed, um, holding up why John absolutely uh, got me. As John is screaming, Mama, don't go. Daddy, come home to the people holding up signs with John's face saying why um, really got me. Mama, don't go.
orally from a musical standpoint, I mean, it's one of his most powerful songs. I love the song. I don't know that I heard anything that changed how I hear it. What did you think of this new kind of remix of Mother, this teaser for Plastic Ono Band? Yeah, there's only four elements on this song. There's John's piano, there's Klaus Vorman's bass, there's Ringo's drums, and there's John's vocal. That's it. So yeah, there's very little to be done to it. That said, when I first heard it, I actually, I was slightly disappointed. I think for the same reasons you're talking about, because yeah, the fidelity was better. It has its pros, like the bass is, is up higher now. You can really hear the bass. And there's little things like when he, I think he, when he hits the piano the hardest, which is around the beginning of the fade out, they kind of turn it up there. You really hear that one crashing, slightly discordant piano chord. But I felt that the drums were smoother. And for a song like Mother that is just raw, I didn't want the drums to sound smooth. I didn't want the hi-hat to feel... I don't know, like like on a Steely Dan record or something. You know what I mean? Where everything sounds slick and like pro and air conditioned or whatever. This <laughs> I wanted it to sound more basementy. You know, for for, for the remix, didn't uh, Bernard Prudy come in and play drums on this as well, like he did for <laughs> some of the great Steely records, like <laughs> Asia, <The> <laughs> Donny Hathaway, Roberta Flack, every Beatles album, Aretha Franklin. Nina Simone, Roberta Flack, Donny Hathaway, James Brown, Lloyd Price, Ray Charles, Frank Sinatra, Heinz, Heinz, and Ford, Barry Manilow, Dionne Warwick, The Animals, The Monkeys, The Beatles, B.B. King, Bobby Blue. <laughs> when he starts talking about the Beatles, they fade him out a little, <laughs> the music comes higher. They're like, ooh, we don't like that one. <laughs> Not true. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll do my own buzzer, yeah. Casey. <laughs> um, well, it, it's interesting you say that because the one moment that really did grab me is after the chimes, after, excuse me, after the bells at the beginning, the first, uh, the M in mother, right as before Ringo and the band comes in, was jarring and sliced through my cans. Mother. But I never had you I wanted you You didn't want me So I just gotta tell you The first entrance was incredible, but again, with such sparse instrumentation and production, how do you remix something that is... I've, I think I said this when we talked about Plastic Ono Bantoni. In my mind, and again, I pre-ordered the box set. I can't wait to read the book inside and kind of just look at everything. But there's a remaster from, God, I think the early 2000s that a guy named Steve Hoffman, a mastering engineer, did as a gold CD. 
that to me is the best sounding version of this ever since, even better than the officially authorized Yoko reissues from the mid 2000s. So it's going to be hard to top that because that to me is about as pristine as you can get. But I guess that's how you keep selling the same shit is you remix and remaster, remix and remaster. Yeah, yeah, you're right on that. And you shared that with me. And I agree with you that that is the best version of the album I've heard is that version, which was, yeah, it was on a, a CD. And wh- yeah, what was it like only in Japan or something? It was, um, uh, no, it's part of the gold disc collection. And I've got a few. I've got a McCartney band on the run and a McCartney, the fur, the self-titled were both done. in I think the late 90s or early 2000s, I'm not looking at them right now. And it's part of, I think, Digital Compact Classics, they might have been called. But it was a special 24-carat plated gold disc remastering. I have one for West Side Story as well, which, again, I love West Side Story. (laughs) But the mono cast album from 57 wasn't worth the $38 to hear, you know, the dance of the gym and better mono fidelity. I'm like, oh, cool. Why do I have this? Well, you know, you're a completist. I get it. Yeah, I liked it. Overall, I did like it. And I am looking forward to the rest of these uh, discs, like the ultimate mixes, the outtakes. I guess there's demos and then raw studio mixes and some jams. I'm I'm looking forward to hearing all that stuff because, uh, yeah, there's more that we haven't heard. I can't wait. <laughs> I, I, I can't wait either. And I, to think there was a time right like even before Lost Lennon tapes, I think I'm getting the chronology right in 86 when Capitol announced that there was going to be rare Lennon outtakes from the Walls and Bridges era that became Men Love Avenue. Um, Oh, right. I remember how exciting that was, but then it was between that till the anthology 12 years later, the Lennon anthology really got stuff. So the opening of the vaults with the blessing of Sean and Yoko and the same remixing team that's uh, doing a lot of the other Beatles-related stuff I'm super excited for it. But again, the bit of kind of a wet fart, wet fart <laughs> is that now between mother, working class hero, God and love, four of the Plastic Ono Band songs. And Isolation, I think, is out there, too. OK. Oh, all right. Uh, so five, almost half the album um, have already been uh, issued, which makes it a little less exciting. But you got to hear the remix of My Mummy's Dead. <laughs> There's not much they could do with that. That was a, that was a recording of a tape recorder being played of the demo. So yeah, <laughs> good luck with that. Maybe that'll be the one that gets specterized. Maybe that one's got the yeah. double tracking, and here comes like, why, why is all of Badfinger on this record? <laughs> and a falsetto singer in there for no reason. Well, if you're like me lately and you're, you know, on the go and all this and you're wearing a mask and you're trying to be as safe as you can, you're, I don't know what, I don't like that intro. I want to do a different intro. No, we're using that one. So pick it up right there. I demand that that one stay. (laughs) All right. What I'm trying to get into is that uh, I do listen to stupid streaming uh, services for music. (laughs) I shouldn't call them stupid. It's just the, you know what? I'm an old man and I miss listening to records uh, and the convenience of like, oh, here's my phone and I can just listen to any song I want. In theory, there's still a lot of stuff that's not streaming, but, you know, it's the convenience. So 
you know, you pop on Spotify or Apple Music or whatever, and you start seeing all these Deezer. Deezer. <laughs> if you're like me, you're always on Deezer. And yeah, you'll go to the Beatles like, oh, I want to listen to a Beatles record. Which one should I pick? And then suddenly you see something like new release. What is this? The Beatles Inspirations latest release. What is this? Let me click on this. Oh, it's oh, it's just like six songs oh, of stuff I've stuff I've already heard. Oh, okay. So it's not, it's not a new record. Okay. Oh. Oh. They're like bite-sized, basically, Tony, they're bite-sized playlists for people too unimaginative to make their own fucking playlists. <laughs> yep, the Beatles, New Year's workout. I mean, well, yeah. if you like if you like real music, then you'll clearly love <laughs> Yeah, I mean, and listen, I, I've, I, I, as a collector, I don't want to be a hypocrite because I've bought and rebought. I'm holding in my hand an album right now called The Beatles in Italy. And on it, there's a picture. It's an EMI release. There's a picture of the Beatles performing on stage. It's a great picture. I'm looking at it. It's a cool picture. They're lit by a spotlight from like a three quarter degree angle. It's a live show. It's them playing presumably in Italy. Yeah, although it looks based on the inside like it's an American tour. It looks like they're at a they looks like they're at a baseball stadium. It actually looks like they're at Wrigley Field on the inside gatefold. But to my high school depression when I bought this album, there's nothing like it's not a live album. It's random songs, kind of, you know, the Beatles in Italy. They could be anywhere. They're not live. And it's I mean, it's a it's actually a great record. It's Long Tall Sally. She's a woman. Matchbox for me to you. Want to hold your hand and ticket to ride. All of a sudden, jump into 65 there. Side two <laughs> is this boy. Slow down. I call your name. Thank you, girl. Yes, it is. And I feel fine. You don't get I call your name. And yes, it is a many Beatles compilation. So uh, the point of bringing this record up is random Beatles collections have existed forever. And I guess because I'm an old guy, too. In fact, I'm a, as we established, I'm a year older than you are, Junior. Why don't you go get me a bite to eat, Junior? <laughs> I'm the worst hazer of yeah, all let time. Yeah, let me get you some sardines, TJ. Oh, can they be prop <laughs> sardines? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I got an extra, you know, in case we ruin the first one. I'm a pro. <laughs> once you prop, you can't stop. <laughs> um, so again, I don't be a hypocrite. I've got I've got tons of rando Beatles collections, but there's something tactile and historic about this. To go on to streaming and somebody putting six songs together, the Beatles, animal songs. The whole thing, I understand it, but it feels lazy and unimaginative. And I can guarantee you the next step's gonna be the Spotify green vinyl thousand copies made of <laughs> Beatles animal songs. That's that's what it's going to be at this point. And then you would have to buy it. Then I got to buy them all and explain to my wife while we're living in a trailer. And I got to do all that stuff. <laughs> yeah. So some of these are like the Beatles for kids colors, the Beatles meditation mix. The Beatles study songs, which are like instrumental versions of the songs, which that's Kind of cool, I suppose. That can be neat. New Year's workout was mentioned. All right, you mentioned the animals one too. This is the Beatles for kids, animals, and uh, you know it's what what's on there. They left some animal songs out, things like piggies and Rocky Raccoon. Even though I guess piggies and Rocky Raccoon are really about humans. 
Yeah, it's got Blackbird, I Am the Walrus, Octopus's Garden, Martha, My Dear, Hey Bulldog, and Here Comes the Sun. Is, okay. is the why sun is, about an animal? Right. I was like, why is Here Comes the Sun on this? Is George singing this song to like a hamster or something? Well, that's one thing that we learned about in the anthology, and Paul told us that. Let's cut to Paul by a bonfire on a boat. Rubber soul. Hey. Um, oh, you know what? It's a tribute. Uh, who sang House of the Rising Sun? The animals, Eric Burden. Yeah, so it's a tribute to the animals that Here Comes the Sun is on a Beatles compilation about animals. Right, because Newcastle, where the animals are from, is kind of the son of Liverpool. Yeah, to S-U-N and S-O-N. We're, we're our generation's Bob Stroud, is what we are. We are we're hardcore, knowledgeable DJs. I'm yeah. Sherman. You're Tangle. Those are the guys in The Drive. It's been a while since you've been in Chicago, but The Drive is kind of a wacky morning show where they'll give you $50,000 if you can guess this piano riff. That's Aliota Haynes and Jeremiah, Lakeshore Drive, right? That's why you're not allowed to call in. <laughs> you're going to be under the age of 16 to do The Drive. Um, I do love The Drive. It's nice to hear the same songs every 10 minutes. Uh, very comforting. <laughs> so, Oh, good. Well, what do you know? They're playing Can't Get Enough of Your Love. Fuck. Great. I agree with you wholeheartedly about how these mixes are just kind of, they're lazy. I feel like they're very basic. I feel like... Beatles for basic people, or like you said, people with no imagination. And <laughs> like even the cover art is like garbagey. It's like stuff that you and I could do on preview on our laptops. You know, it's like right, right. figure out the Beatles font and then, you know, get a <laughs> go on Google and search, you know, bird clip art and, <laughs> and then use magic lasso and then just transfer it onto your boring like blue background and like there you go beatles album there we go done and done the the cover for the love me do collection looks like somebody had a stroke while drawing a heart why why is that there you can't find a stock photo from 63 or something like what the hell right yeah when I do click on the Beatles, like, oh, let's just see what album. And you get excited, like, oh, there's something new. This is a new. And then, you know, that's your first instinct. New, fun, exciting. But yeah, upon closer inspection, it's just like, oh, okay. This is, you know, I don't even know what they're cashing in on. Like, no one's buying these. You can. <laughs> you can buy them, but who's buying this? If I'm not buying these, <laughs> no, I am the Beatles litmus test. Uh, Jeff Jones, if you're listening, call me first. Because why does At Home with... By the way, Here Comes the Sun also on At Home with the Beatles. You got to wonder, is Here Comes the Sun just on every compilation? Well, it's the it's the, their most popular song or their most streamed song. Yeah. So they're trying to get that on all these. It's all about likes and i don't know whatever the fuck is going on where we're walking around with these phones and the world that's actually happening around us is an inconvenience and we really want like the better life is on this phone even though the phone is making everyone miserable <laughs> yeah i mean i don't get it tony uh and they are killing us uh phones are which is why i'm on mine all the time <laughs> but I mean, so some we're going to get into we've made some lists as well, but let's get into a couple other of these compilation series. There was at home with the Beatles. Any others that are particularly egregious or Kathy Lee to you? <laughs> I mean, New Year's workout. Oh, you know, I mean, 
when I got to get in shape, the first thing I think of doing is getting on the treadmill to get back. Yes. I mean, like, yeah. here's the deal. I love Get Back. I love the energy of it. I love the groove. I don't think of that as my way to burn, you know, early, uh, you know, New Year's resolution poundage. You know, it's just meant for people that aren't us, and that's okay, actually. The Beatles are for everyone, so however you want to ingest them, I guess, you can. I guess my problem with it is that there is like a weird kind of a infantization or like a cleansing. I feel like the way these things are made, it's it's like when you go into a bookstore and everything's safe. I feel like these albums have like bike helmets on and it's like Brian Epstein's original vision of the Beatles and cleaning them up like on steroids. Let's remove anything that was sexy about the band and whatever. The Stones win the sexy competition, but... Girls were screaming for this band. Like they lit an excitement into people and girls with a sexual energy. And I feel like these playlists are just, I don't know. Like when you go to a and b You're totally right. Something about the way, even those, and some of this is our age, Tony, but even the way some of those 70s compilations are put together, like love songs or rock and roll music, even up through things like real music, those collections seem perfunctory at the time but now they feel like a bit of history and again you're holding it in your hand this thing wise got to get you into my life a song by all accounts about pot on the new year's workout playlist (laughs) yeah maybe if i wasn't getting pot into my life i'd go to the fucking gym again but it's easier to take an edible and watch an nba game Ooh, the grizzlies and kings are on i could work out but i'm gonna stay home and get high Well, whoever's making these, and that's also a mystery, a uh, mystery I don't care that much about, but wherever these are coming from, they don't know that. They think Born in the USA by Springsteen is like pro-America. You know, it's, that's uh-huh. that like, story like again. Like a, a Reagan tribute, not a Reagan <laughs> FU. Right. It's that. Here's the Beatles as wallpaper for you to do other things while you're on your phone. Yeah, studying. Working out, ironing. That's exactly what Beatles songs for ironing should be what or for irony. <laughs> Something else before we get into our own list, I wanted to bring up with you that, I, God, I say this too much probably every episode, but this, but I quit. Uh, also, <laughs> this is going to have to be a full episode because now there are so many versions of the same song. For example, the uh, uh, Get Back on those New Year's workouts, the one remastered in 2009. Eight Days a Week was remastered in 2015. Some of the Abbey Road songs, like Here Comes the Sun, are the remix from 2019. So there's now so many, ver- mono, stereo has always been a thing, but now all the remixes, it's like, which song is Beatles canon? If the Beatles have to say, there's only one Here Comes the Sun, there's only one day in the life, there's only one Dear Prudence, are they choosing the remixed versions from now? Are they choosing the mono versions? Are they choosing the stereo ones remastered in 2009? It's actually a little confusing. Yeah. I mean, to answer that, I know that was more of a rhetorical. I think they're just grabbing the latest mixes available. So that's why you got your okay. 2015s and then probably your 2018s with Wide Album and 2019 with Abbey Road. And then, yeah, 2009 for everything that hasn't been gussied up since. Is there one Beatles album that hasn't been remixed yet that you can't wait the most for? Is there one where you're going, 
oh, I can't wait to hear these multi-tracks split apart and put back together again in current Sonic uh, trends. Yeah, like Revolver, Rubber Soul. Me too. Yeah, me too. Help. Yeah, I think those three in the mid period, I'd love to see them get the that Sonic treatment. You know what else I want? And a few of these got the remix because of their inclusion on the Sgt. Pepper reissue in Penny Lane and in Strawberry Fields. I want a Magical Mystery Tour remix. Yeah. I'd love to hear things like Flying and Blue Jay Way. And I don't believe I'm the Walrus has been remixed yet. So, yeah, man. And also Let It Be, which is going to be remixed this year. Yeah. That's such a muddy, you know, quote unquote, the new phase Beatles record. <laughs> that's such a muddy record. And God, I love the Let It Be album. And Let It Be Naked was in many ways improved and in many ways a precursor to Beatles for kids. Colors. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, you know. Yeah. So have you, and by the artwork, we can work it out, which is not New Year's workout. We can work it out is a purple dumbbell. <laughs> <laughs> right. And a shitty one. You know, sorry if I'm offending whoever actually created that art, but I, I don't think an artist made that. I think a computer. I think a robot made that. So, <laughs> must have. Been. There's one called "The Beatles for Kids Morning, Afternoon, and Night," and there's a a handprint on it. What does it mean? <laughs> exactly, exactly, man. Yeah. So we decided let's make our own. Like, let's let's you and I. Like, what what could be some some other lists that we might see on a Spotify playlist in the future? And before we get into that, we didn't just decide to do that. We encourage all our listeners to bring their Beatles books and records to the burning site here in Birmingham, <laughs> Alabama. We're going to burn all copies of Meet the Beatles, Beatles' second album. We like something new around here because we like them singing in German. And uh, we're going to burn all your Beatles records and then go out and rebuy them next year because that's capitalism. <laughs> Should I kick it off? Kick it! Kick it! <laughs> Here we go. This one's pretty straightforward. The Beatles for Losers. Are you a loser? This collection might be for you. It features the song Misery, the world treating you bad. You might be a loser. Do you not want to spoil parties so you go? There you go. Of course, uh... it wouldn't be complete without I'm a loser, as well as I'll cry instead. I'm happy just to dance with you and nothing else. <laughs> Eleanor Rigby who no one attended her funeral and uh, of course if you've got trouble I'm the kind of guy who never used to cry the world is treating me bad misery I don't want to spoil the party so I'll go Died in the church and was buried along with her name. Nobody came. You say you're worried, you can't be as worried as me. Oh, you're quite content to be bad with all the advantage you had over. 
Okay, so two things. Ding, ding, ding. I love that compilation. And you're doing what I did, including everything available in the Beatles' official discography. So every song there, if you got trouble, you can stream online as part of Anthology too. Yes. And I do think you're soft in the head or daft in the head. <laughs> Try something softer instead. <laughs> Ringo writing a spot for Charmin in 65. <laughs> I just watched three old Charmin ads this morning and those things are amazing like what is going on in the 70s where there's this guy Mr. Whipple who's overseeing the supermarket <laughs> end cap of Charmin where all these women are frolicking to and squeezing these the Charmin and he has to shoo them away and then like cowboys come in and are like what you doing Whipple George Whipple you old side runner Tex can you help me stop those ladies from squeezing Charmin bathroom tissue Reckon I can. Now you women folk, stop squeezing that shaman. But shaman's so soft. Now, I tried to do a bunch of these with, with theme names. Like, uh, I was trying to do one like called Bunch of Fruits that was going to be fruit and food <laughs> songs. <laughs> oh, yeah, like a, a Weird Al kind of a Beatles yeah, thing. That, that, that type of thing. But I'll give you my first one here. That I actually put a little thought into, and I mine are all six songs as well, just like the um the ones you can get on uh, Deezer. Um, <laughs> I'm a Deezer baby, so why don't you stream me? Hey, Beck sold out. I actually like Beck a lot. I do want to hear Beck do "Find My Way" from the McCartney Three Covers album. Maybe next week we'll talk about that. You sent me like uh, buy the vinyl of of you know. Anderson Pack covering When Winter Comes. And I do want to hear it. I don't need to spend 35 bucks on that fucking vinyl right now. <laughs> uh, McCartney 3 Imagined, it's called. Wow. Yeah. So I don't need that. But the first <laughs> compilation I have pays tribute to your favorite journalist, guy who, and again, this is, I'm putting words in your mouth here, but you've always said he got railroaded. Bill O'Reilly. I know you're a big <laughs> Bill, Bill O'Reilly guy. And this, I call this, I'm obviously lying. I like to do those bits with Tony because... We both think he's abhorrent yeah. and hopefully soon off the earth. Um, <laughs> well, I'm not saying dead is, hope he goes somewhere else. Um, this one's called, We'll Do It Live. We'll do it live. Fuck it. Do it live. I can, I'll write it and we'll do it live. And it's six Beatles live songs. And it kicks off with the Ed Sullivan All My Loving from Anthology 1. Can't Buy Me Love from the Hollywood Bowl in 65. She Loves You from Hollywood Bowl in 64. Don't Let Me Down, the rooftop edits from Let It Be Naked. Yeah. Thank You, Girl, from Live at the BBC in 63. And it ends with uh, She's a Woman on Anthology 2 from Budokan, which is after they transitioned from not wanting to play the early stuff anymore, but still doing it. And I feel like Paul... The band's dragging. The whole Budokan thing is such a mess to me, but it's also so emblematic of their final days touring that I had to put a Budokan one on. Now, yeah. this, this live thing is actually kind of interesting. There's no live compilation of all the different Beatles performing live uh, moments. So I started with that. We'll do it live. Ladies and gentlemen, the Beatles. <laughs> Close your eyes and I'll kiss you Tomorrow I'll kiss you 
that's great. That's an actual great playlist that I would actually enjoy listening to. Like I, I would, that. I would seek that out. So you actually won. You won the game on that one already. I was just. I'm making fun of these dumb playlists. That's a good. Good on you. You made a good one. The rest of mine suck. I had to start with the one good one. I've got one coming up called Call Your Therapist. <laughs> well, here, I got this one. I mean, this is pretty easy, but uh, the Beatles for meteorologists. Ooh, I love it. <laughs> you know, it includes good day sunshine, rain. Here comes the sun because you got to have that on all your playlists. <laughs> By law. <laughs> By law. <laughs> Getting better. Tomorrow never knows. And the inner light, because without going out of my door, I can know all the things on earth. And without looking out out of my window, you can know the ways of heaven. Good day, sunshine. Good day, sunshine. Good day, sunshine. I love that. That's also my favorite uh, Indian contribution from George Harrison. That's another great one. If we do parodies, you could close with sexy skilling. (laughs) (laughs) Sexy skilling is pretty great. (laughs) (laughs) What have you done? You give the forecast to everyone. (laughs) Yeah, it was where was sexy skilling today? It snowed today and now I got to figure it out with my car. Good afternoon. I'm Tom Skilling. This is a weather break and there's a fierce storm developing in the southwest United States uh, as we come to you this evening. This is one that uh, the title something I read about that was actually in the works right around the time of love songs and rock and roll music. Someone at Capitol had proposed this. I am not making this title up. Beatles Country. Hmm. And I have on there, act naturally. I'm a loser. I don't want to spoil the party. For you, Blue, Honey Don't, and Rocky Raccoon. They're going to put me in the movies. They're going to make a big star. Disappointment to show 
actually say you could probably even put don't pass me by on there i thought of that but there was too much ringo i yeah. tried to keep him to six it's, songs you're right you're right oh well ringo is the country head and like yeah i would also say octopus's garden is also pretty country right yeah that's another one yeah yeah that's good but yeah that would be like four ringo songs and very little else <laughs> that's good though i like yeah I think you're actually trying to do these well, which I appreciate. Well, I really took it seriously eight minutes before we logged in today to record this. <laughs> I got one called the Beatles career aptitude test, Ooh. which starts off with Taxman into paperback writer, lovely Rita. You could take your pick on this one, either please Mr. Postman or mailman. Don't bring me more blues. Ooh, Dr. Robert and nowhere man. Cause I'm the tax man. Great one, and the mailman bring me no more new uh, bad news is from the Let It Be sessions. That's you can hear it on Anthology Three. I yes, think. yeah, you could. That's where that one's plucked off of. Oh, dude, that's a great <laughs> one. I love that one. I love the concept behind it too. Yeah, it's a lot of Paul stuff, right? Because he wrote about people. Although John's in there with Doctor Robert and Nowhere Man. Paul wrote the great Depeche Mode song "People Are People." <laughs> I don't really. I'm not a Depeche Mode, but I just had to reference. Oh, that. they're fun. I, I mean, they remind me of high school. 
I had a hard time with that. I had a hard time with Depeche Mode and New Order. I just felt like at the time as a young kid, like most young kids, I was more consumed with like O Courant albums like Press to Play or Velat. <laughs> <laughs> that that means Velat. <laughs> the loose translation of Velat is Velat. <laughs> Sitting on a pebble by a river playing guitar. Wondering if I'm really ever gonna get that. I'm impressed I kind of remember that for a yeah, second. Yeah, good. <laughs> Hot stuff. Hot stuff. Well, I'm, I'm in a Julian Lennon cover band. We mostly do stuff on Photograph Smile, we do some stuff from Mr. Jordan. <laughs> Mr. Jones and me. <laughs> Fuck those guys, too. Every week, I'm going to bash the Counting Crows. Mr. Jones and me. going to be big stars. This next one is called, and this is another one. A Beatles book I'm going to find that I'm going to um, get you is the first Beatles book that I ever really fell in love with as a nine-year-old. And it's a book called The Beatles on Record. And there's actually two books with the same title, The Beatles on Record, that are both different books. But the one that I love is by a guy named Mark Walgren, I believe the author's name was. And it gave you every 45 solo and Beatles and every record solo and group from the very first American stuff on VJ and Swan and Tolly all the way up through 1982 when the book came out. And it gave you the positions on Billboard, Cashbox, and Record World. It's how I kind of learned the order of all the records and stuff. It's just a great reference book that's woefully outdated, but still great. I got my next title from this Mark Walgren book when he was reviewing, I think it was rock, Love Songs, about like, what's next? Drug songs? So I have drug songs. And there's some left off here, and some are open to interpretation because some are about <laughs> drugs, some are best consumed yeah. on drugs. For all you young kids out there, um, so I open up with Dr. Robert, which I I put that in mixes yeah. sometimes. It's a fun way to kind of start. Dr. Robert, Lucy in the Sky with Diamonds, or as the Black Crows called it when they covered it, Lucy. Uh, That's flying. Cool. Got to get you into my life. Revolution number nine, and then Day Tripper. <laughs> <laughs> to get us out on a high note. I guess you don't want to end on Revolution 9. No, you don't. That's the only reason Good Night made its way to an album. Yeah, <laughs> it's true. Oh, I like that. I like that. That's good. Yeah, and again, like it takes the uh, 
the safety off of the Beatles, these playlists that you see on Spotify and all that. You would think, Tony, for real, before we get to your next one, that they'd have the balls in an era where marijuana is not just legal in many states, but also voters approve of it. Even when the Beatles' image was so guarded by Brian Epstein, their first record has a song begging for a blowjob, basically, and Please Please Me. I mean, so the Beatles always, I know they were the Stones, but there was always some danger to the Beatles. So why not put out drug songs? I'm sorry, you can't, if you can put a picture of a crappy dumbbell, you can get a picture of a crappy bong. <laughs> My next playlist is called Beetle Problems. Ooh, okay. <laughs> I love it. Yours are great, too. Thanks, thanks. Beetle Problems, well, it starts off with You Never Give Me Your Money, goes into Everybody's Trying to Be My Baby. Hmm. We got Savoy Truffle, you know, because uh, they're going to have to pull them all out if you have that Savoy Truffle. We got Fixing a Hole in there. Poor Paul, got a hole in his roof. <laughs> Poor John, I'm so tired. Poor George, it's all too much. Poor John, you're going to lose that girl. And poor Paul, she came in through the bathroom window. You never give me your money. You only give me your funny paper. Everybody's trying to be my baby. Everybody's trying to be my baby. Everybody's trying to be my baby now. I'm fixing a hole where the rain gets in and stops my mind from wandering where it will go. I'm so tired, I haven't slept a wink. I'm so on the bling Great, and also what a great way to end it on the, oh yeah, what a great ending. Yeah, it would end clean, right? Yeah. Okay, good, Because good. it goes right into the piano intro for uh, Golden Slumbers after that. Yes, yes, it would end clean. Yeah. My fear is that I'm like, oh no, I picked one from the long one. Is it going to just, you know, <laughs> cut out? <laughs> but, but that's, a, but what I love about Abbey Road is both sides also cut out. So it doesn't matter how they program it. Both sides end cold. Yeah. With um, She's So Heavy not resolving and Her Majesty not resolving. It's one of the great things about Abbey Road. I love that playlist, Tony. That's a great one. Thanks, man. So here's my last one. I call this one Call Your Therapist. <laughs> and I have Help, 
Julia. She's leaving home. I saw her standing there. She was just 17. Okay, Holmes. You've got to hide your love away and Maxwell's silver hammer. Help, I need somebody. Help, not just anybody. Help, you know I need someone. Okay, Holmes. Hey, you've got to hide your love away. Bang, bang, that's well silver hammer came down upon her head. Bang, bang, that's well silver hammer made sure that she was dead. Yeah, man, that's good stuff. Good stuff. I like great that stuff. Good uh, hot, hot <laughs> tunes, great oldies. <laughs> KIOA Des Moines, home for oldies. Oldies 93.3. My final playlist is a shorter one, and it's called The Beatles for People Going Through an Identity Crisis. Okay. It starts off with I'm Down, goes into I'm a Loser, is followed up by I Am the Walrus. And then ends with "Here comes the sun" because you you gotta have that on the playlist if you want it to get played. <laughs> and all Beatles fans want to get played by this latest reissue. You tell lies, thinking I can see. You can't cry because you're laughing at me. I'm down. I'm a loser, and I'm not what I appear to be. That's great. I love the concept of it. Identity crisis Beatles. <laughs> I'm sure there's probably some other picks on there, but that's as far as I got on that one. I figured, well, well, let's put it in there. Well, I'm going to throw a curveball at you, Tony. I have one more and I want to give you, I know we're not doing yeah. solo stuff. As you know, probably better than anybody being kind of a scholar of late seventies Ringo, there's 10 songs on Ringo Starr's bad boy. We can only pick six. So this is my ultimate Beatles, Spotify, Deezer, who's or nuts, Deezer nuts, rule of twos. If you say it two times, it's funny. So my six songs from bad boy, you open with the song, bad boy, Vinnie Poncia choosing who needs a heart was always bullshit. So I got Bad Boy, Lipstick Traces, 
hard on my sleeve. I skip where did our love go? I do hard times. Then I close the way the album should have closed. And in fact, the Indian pressing it did with Monkey See, Monkey Do. So that's my Spotify bad boy list. Because I'm just a naturally crazy And yes, I had to look at the th- at the album for me to remember what the titles. <laughs> now, full disclosure, as we are taping this, your name on our Zoom thing that we're using to communicate is Bad Boy Producer Vincent Mens. What is his name? <laughs> uh, Vinny Poncia. Vinny Poncia, which. Clearly, that is that's your Carlos Danger, right? <laughs> that, 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 that's my in spite of all the Carlos Danger is what that is. I, I would, uh, that's actually more my Paul Ramon. Um, oh, Paul uh-huh. Ramon, French. That's, that's what I got right there. Um, I encourage you and all our listeners and maybe Casey to edit this in right now. Just give a second of the cover of Where Did Our Love Go that sounds like three backup singers in another universe being flown. In to Ringo singing the song. They weren't even in, like, they weren't in the same country, never mind the same studio. It's just a ridiculous cover, and I love you, Ringo, but bad boy, sorry. One fab. One fab. Well, he's going to play us out. TJ, it's been great. It's been so good to see you again. Let's do this soon. Baby, baby. <laughs> where did all of baby, baby? Oh, baby, baby. I need baby, baby. Ooh, they need some baby. cocaine in the hoo. <laughs> Untitled Beatles podcast. Like and subscribe. <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Give me a break. <laughs>